Hey everyone, welcome to another Hyperspace Broadcast Minisode, an episode where instead of discussing something that aired on Toonami, we, dis- we discuss something Toonami-adjacent, uh, something that may have theoretically aired on Toonami in an alternate reality. I'm Michael Doak. I'm Peter Eby. And this week we're discussing the 2008 compilation of anime shorts Batman Gotham Knight. Uh, basically, this is anime Batman, or as we said last week, it's kind of Halo Legends, but Batman. Uh, apparently, yeah. it was dubbed what the Bat Man Matrix. Yeah, Bat Matrix, which I still can't believe that was the term they went with instead of yeah. Batman Matrix because yeah. that seems to flow <laughs> off the tongue so much easier, way better. But you know, some people uh, dissed it as that, and th- that's basically what it is. In fairness, yeah. So it's split into six segments, um, and each of them are done by, you know, in kind of a different style. It's just like little short stories, somewhat are like kind of different interpretations of Batman. And yet, vaguely, (laughs) yeah. And yet, they all kind of also take place in the Nolan Batman movie universe. Yes, they are set between the first and second movie right yeah they're set between batman begins and the dark knight uh it was released about a week before the dark knight which i find kind of funny like yeah as you getting overshadowed (laughs) yeah exactly like completely forgotten in the wake of that the the movie is so good that they decided you know what we're just going to call the rest we're just going to call the whole trilogy the dark knight trilogy (laughs) yeah instead of the first movie of it but you know, uh, th- that's all nonsense anyway. The point is, we're going to talk about these individual shorts, uh, and we're going to start with the first, as, you know, people usually do, which is, Have I Got a Story for You? This was done by Studio 4C. I don't believe the title is ever actually dropped in the movie, unlike the rest. Uh, yeah. I believe this is just, like, in the credits. But anyway, the basic idea is there's a bunch of teens hanging out at a skate park, and they give this kind of, like, each of them are telling stories. So it's kind of like, uh, I've got Batman in my basement. I think that was, no, no, yeah. that was a different one. Oh, no, no, that's... Like, I think it was <laughs> Tales sucked. of the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, Batman in my yeah, basement yeah. is where the kid has to save him from Penguin, and Penguin's totally useless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it's Tales of the Dark Knight in Batman the Animated Series, where... Yep, it's like three kids tell different stories, but, oh, I saw the Batman once, and he was like this, he was a monster, and he attacked this bad guy, and the other guy's like, no, I saw him, he's a robot. Great. Yeah, right, right. So so they have these it's different interpretations. Yeah, and that's exactly what this is, really. Yeah. Uh, it's just grittier, because instead of kids, it's teenagers, and they're in, like, a skate park. And so they tell each other different stories of Batman. The first is, like, oh, Batman is, like, this weird, like, shadow monster that was fighting some guy. Uh, the second is that he's basically Iron Man uh, fighting some guy. And also, what's yeah. kind of interesting about this, or actually, no, the second is that he's literally a Batman, so he's basically Man-Bat. Right. Uh, and then the third is that he's a robot. And what's interesting is, you know, it's kind of vaguely Rashomon style, obviously, in that each yeah. of the kids is their own interpretation of events. Um, but also, they're told chronologically backwards from the start of this, uh, you know, Batman pursuing this one villain. Yeah, and then, which which is pretty interesting. At least you get to see like, you know, this whole plot of like, oh wait, oh so this is where he was chased over here into this area, and that's where you saw him. And, yeah, you know, right, right. And then the final so wildly different. Right, and then the final bit is, of course, Batman and this guy uh, breaking into the skate park that the kids are hanging out in, 
and fight in there. And then the kid who doesn't have a story saves Batman. So, you know, yeah, he he now has the best story of how he actually (laughs) saved Batman's ass instead of just kind of watching. Um, I'll say that generally I liked this uh, this short quite a bit, actually. Like, I feel like to to kind of lay my cards on the table, I feel like this starts and ends with the better ones personally. Yeah, yeah, I think I can agree with that. I, uh, the art style was interesting. It was yeah, it was it's definitely pretty weird, unique. honestly. It's kind of I, I think it was very reminiscent of uh, the anime movie uh, Tech on King Crete, which is I don't know how to pronounce that, sure. but it's uh, based on a manga. It has a very like kind of unique. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Art style. Well, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it just... does not look like generic anime. That like yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. It it's really doesn't like... look like generic cartoons in general. Like yeah, it's very yeah. unique. Um, and it looks quite cool. Uh, it's a little weird, but of course, you know that's what happens when it's very yeah, non-standard. I... So. I know the focus was on Batman, but I thought the villain in it was pretty generic. Oh, well, yeah, he's literally just a dude in a black suit with a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's nothing. Yeah. He's nobody. <laughs> It doesn't do all that much, you know, it's not, it doesn't seem interesting to me, the villain, but, um, yeah, in fact, I was kind of bored throughout this one. I, I, I liked that it was telling the story backwards and they all linked up. I thought that was kind of neat, but yeah, um, I, and I, the ending was good. I like, I like he breaks in and the, that kid gets to like help him out and actually see Batman, mm-hmm. um, but I think in the beginning, I was just kind of like, whatever, like, what is this villain? Like, I, I love the wild villains and like their, their interactions with Batman. And this is just a generic thing that Batman's fighting. And it's not even really Batman. It's like a bat glob monster <laughs> or a bat man bat. Yeah, to be honest, I think I find the format of this a lot more interesting than the actual story, which, mm-hmm. to be fair, like, is you know, kind of a trade-off, especially with a short as well. If you're going to do something weird with the format, doing something weird with the story is going to make it pretty confusing if it's like five or ten minutes long. Um, But, you know, I agree that it's not, like, amazing. It's not a masterpiece. But I I think the format is what makes it interesting, personally. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, the villain is nothing. Like, he is literally a guy in a black suit with red goggles and a jetpack. He is the most generic villain that you can possibly imagine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Moving on to the next one, Crossfire. You'll get caught up in the (laughs) Crossfire. God damn, that fucking commercial will never escape my brain. (laughs) And this is uh, this was produced by Production IG. Um, This one was interesting. It it was like you you got Crispus Allen and Anna Ramirez. Uh, Crispus Allen, who is a Gotham. He he's a he's one of the main characters in Gotham Central and yeah yeah he's not in the Dark Knight film trilogy at all from what I remember, uh but he he's thrown in here and partnered with Anna Ramirez who I guess is kind of the live action Renee Montoya, I don't know whatever, um but she if I remember correctly she is definitely in the Nolan verse okay to be fair it's been a while since I've seen those movies so I I could be wrong there. But anyway, they have to take some criminal who I believe is the guy that Batman apprehended in the last short. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty hmm. sure he is. That's interesting. Um, they have to it's take him. Wildly different art style. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they, I, 
you see the thing the reason i don't remember is that gordon at one point refers to the man in black and i'm not sure oh. if he's referring to the guy that they're you know taking to arkham asylum or batman but i think oh, it's yeah. the guy not batman so anyway they're uh they're taking this guy to arkham apparently the narrows which and this is where things get a little annoying and deep into the Nolan verse stuff. Like uh-huh. I wasn't expecting that coming into this movie. I thought it was just going to be shorts that had to do with Batman, but this is the first one where it becomes clear. Like some of these locations and events do directly follow from Batman begins. So mm. in Batman begins, there is a prison break out of Arkham asylum and the area surrounding the asylum, this sort of poor district called the Narrows, uh, apparently Gotham police just decided, heh, fuck getting all of the asylum inmates out of the Narrows. We'll just cordon off the whole place and say, fuck yeah. it, this is all Arkham now. <laughs> right. Which is funny in a really depressing way. <laughs> like, that seems like something that might actually happen, but it also seems like incredible police laziness and incompetence yeah, right <laughs> just like ah, eh, fuck it just leave it to him uh but anyway they take the guy across and uh crispus allen and Anna are arguing about whether or not batman's good for this city you know it's a pretty standard thing yeah, uh, yeah. and then they happen to drive into the middle of a big like <laughs> circular area in the middle of the city where the Russian mafia and the Italian mafia just coincidentally drive up on either sides of them and start shooting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love, they wow. have like a solid minute of waiting, like where the, uh, as the mobs like file out of their cars and then get their guns and line up to shoot at each other. Like it's the fucking revolutionary war. Yeah. Right. Like, like, it, the weirdest <laughs> part about all of this is that, and I don't mean to harp on this so much, but like, Literally, the mobsters get out of their cars. They don't take cover behind the cars. They don't take cover behind anything. They just yeah. stand in lines and start blazing away at each other with like fucking Uzis and stuff. With, it's ridiculous. Like, through the car in the middle, and like, like, and nowhere. It seems like at no point do the cops are the cops like we should move our car. <laughs> like in the minute of filing out and getting in line. Yeah, right. Uh, so and instead they just like hide down in their car and it just gets shot to complete shit. Yeah, right. As, so uh, and Batman has to come and basically save their asses. Right, exactly. So Batman comes and saves them sort of in tandem with Crispus Allen. And, you know, the suggestion is that maybe Crispus thinks differently of Batman now. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Batman remarks, he's like, oh, Gordon's a good judge of character. Yeah, he, like, right. Takes right. off. And it's like, uh, okay. And the, it was, you know, this one had like cool action in it, I guess. It, like the art style was was decent. One of the better art style ones, I would say. It's kind more of like standard, a, certainly. I more standard and like it's, uh, but like detailed enough and very, um, kind of very like action y, like, um, almost like a, a manga come to life kind of art style. Like the lines seem thicker and stuff. And there's kind of a lot of like, I don't know. It's hard to explain what I'm feeling here, but like, sure. Just blasting each other with stuff. You know, it seemed like very action packed kind of animation, um, compared to something a bit more clean and standard, like, uh, like our next one. And so the next one is field test by the production company B train <laughs> as in an in insect. Uh, yeah. As opposed test. to the B train, like I guess the one in Chicago is the, yeah, do they right. have lettered trains. 
I assume they do. I don't know anything about trades. They're I live on, in Los they're Angeles. More on, yeah, they're more on. Um, they're more like named after colors. Yeah, right. They are here but, too. Uh, I'm an idiot. Never mind. We'll we'll the, move uh, past this. This is pretty unique, huh? Like, so the art style in this one's very like clean and precise and detailed in a way that reminds me of like uh, more modern like Ghost in the Shell movie or like the Ghost in the Shell TV show. Um, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it uses some CG incorporated, and it looks very nice and like very clean. Yeah, and it uh, goes. It, I will say I don't hate some of the choices they made with this one in terms of character design. Like the, uh-huh. they have Batman is this new set of armor. That's basically the whole point of this uh, individual short, yeah. which is that he has this like electromagnetic you know thing built into his armor that just straight up deflects bullets so he's pretty much bulletproof as long as people are using small arms yeah um and his bat suit with this electromagnetic bullet deflector thing is really weird and different looking like it has like almost a dracula flared collar and like his mask kind of looks like a um like a plague doctor mask almost yeah, it reminds me of the mask of uh, Griffith, or like this helmet from. Berserk. Oh yeah, totally, totally. His uh, his helmet. It looks a lot like that, actually. Um, and I kind of like, like his it. Eyes poking out. Yeah, and I do too. It's it's very bold. Another bold decision was the design of Bruce Wayne in this one. Uh, is totally like sexy bishonen like yeah yeah <laughs> like he, he's anime dude yeah it's really weird and also i i guess very we, out of place yeah and we fit we forgot to mention off the top that batman and all of these is of course it's voiced. uh it's yeah it's voiced by kevin conroy who you know love kevin conroy his batman's great um that voice does not work in every iteration of batman though like well hearing that <laughs> gravelly voice of like modern batman like of of like bruce wayne during t- animated series <laughs> come out of this like this guy who looks like he's like 25 and maybe is, like, cool and hot <laughs> like, to try and like he looks very young and and also like looks like a boy in a boy band too you know it's like yeah. it's like he's got like the nice hair it's like perfect and and then he's like hey guys how's it going lucius yeah he, he <laughs> does it it's a great kevin conroy voice by the way it really was <laughs> uh yeah yeah so kevin conroy is the voice of all the batman in, in this and this one does not fit at all and it also really doesn't help that we've been watching batman beyond so i'm very yeah. used to that voice coming out of like the oldest looking man yeah yeah and, and like it, an 85 year old man and then yeah this guy. And so it's just this extremely young looking person a guy who looks younger than i am and yeah and yeah he sounds like to me again a, a very old man and it's and, strange and i don't even think he's supposed to be like really young i think he's just supposed to be like normal bruce wayne like yeah I later mean, now they that have... i think about it bruce is not particularly old but yeah but like late later they have like a flashback thing where where it's um younger bruce wayne and the, the voice makes more sense it sounds like a younger uh it, it's like uh conroy doing a younger voice and it makes sense to me this one like well, and he also he just looks super young and the voice is so gravelly and it's like very strange <laughs> yeah but anyway the yeah. you know the takeaway of this short is you know bruce tests this thing uh first he uses some kind of electromagnetic you know device that's similar to fling some guy's golf club out of his hands while they're at a, like a charity golf outing yeah um and there's some seeds planted about how apparently uh 
this golf course has been built in a formerly poor neighborhood that was like bulldozed and there was a community organizer who died under mysterious circumstances yeah uh, and so bruce steals the cell phone of the guy that he's playing with who built the golf course and you know he's probably a bad guy uh we'll get back to that i guess um Turns out he had the activist killed. Big fucking surprise. Right. But anyway, it, it's mostly just in this short, before you have the context of a lot of it, It's there's just this weird scene of Bruce Wayne playing golf and then d- making some guy's golf club fly out of his hands. Yeah, because he's being a dick. <laughs> yeah, and it seems quite weird, but you know, it's so that he can get into the guy's golf bag and steal his phone, secretly. Uh, but... Anyway, he tests the electromagnetic bullet deflector. Some dude shoots him and the bullet ricochets into someone else. And then he's like, oh, wait, doing this just keeps me 100% safe while putting everybody else at exponentially more risk. So I can't do it. And he, I don't know, scraps the technology, I guess. This is all right. You know, it was, I found some of the choices, like we said, bold, some of them distracting, some of them funny. But I, I think overall it was, it was decent. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is Darkness Dwells, animated by Madhouse. Uh, so in this one, basically, Bruce discovers this weird sort of subterranean cult of Scarecrow. Uh, this is the first of the shorts that actually has a notable Batman villain yeah. in it that yeah. has Scarecrow. But it also has Killer Croc. And Killer Croc exists in this for about 10 seconds. Like... He shows yeah. up, bites Bruce, and then Bruce just puts him down like without a second thought, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> it's weird how much buildup Croc is given in this individual short <laughs> because they had to introduce the character. It's not like Scarecrow where he can just be like, oh, yeah, you know, Scarecrow from the last movie. Yeah, um, right. And then he's just immediately destroyed, and he's not even the main villain. Like, Batman continues on to fight Scarecrow. <laughs> you know what he gets as much time as the character deserves from i don't what know I've seen. <laughs> i i think killer crack can be done well uh this is not doing him any favors certainly yeah um yeah. so yeah and uh, you know bruce is drugged with the fear toxin or some shit because of course he is because of scarecrow and that's <laughs> yep. what happens uh, and then he has to beat up a bunch of people who I will note are explicitly referred to as homeless and escaped convicts from arkham who have been drugged by Scarecrow and recruited into this cult. And right. I don't know. There's some subtext to it that I'm not super comfortable with, but whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, people are trying, they're trying to kill him. They, he didn't murder them. He beat them up so that they would stop trying to murder him so he could stop Scarecrow. I yeah, don't know. sure. It's, it's not great that, you know, I guess a bunch of mentally ill people are attacking you, but I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know. There's... There is some critique of Nolan's Batman movies as being a little fashy, and I always dismissed that. Mm. I feel like sometimes nowadays I'm I kind of see it more again. Yeah. Um. But I I feel like this fell in line with that kind of stuff a little too much for me. I'm not necessarily saying that this is like fascist propaganda. That's absurd. No. But personally, I was a little uncomfortable about it. Um, but there's really not even much else to talk about. The The character designs in this one are, again, a little weird. Like, I don't hate yeah. them, but God, Batman no, this has like, a very puffy face. Yeah, the jowls Batman, dude. <laughs> it's, 
crazy jowls. That Scarecrow looks pretty cool, though. Yeah, Scarecrow looks awesome. I really like yeah. Scarecrow, and I really like the atmosphere of this short. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like all of the other ones, Gotham looks very clean and normal. And this is yeah, the this first one that look. leans into it being just like a fucking cesspit. And, yeah. you know, it's like constantly raining. It feels like the noir Gotham that like Tim Burton was trying to make kind of to me, uh, which a lot of the other ones don't do as much. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of this individual short, but I think there is some interest in art stuff in it, at least. So I'll give props yeah. for that. The next one up is Working Through Pain, another Studio 4C one. Uh, this is a uh, this is one where Batman is shot in the stomach. Um, oh, it actually by a man, uh, another hallucinating man in the sewers. Yeah, so this right, is actually another right. direct continuation. Apparently, I didn't realize this, but looking into synopses to kind of help me jog my memory, like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely a direct follow-on from the last one. What's what's kind of I interesting about I didn't pick up these, on any direct follow-up of anything in this. No, what's that's actually one of the things that I found kind of interesting about it, and I guess we'll yeah. we'll talk about that at the end, but a lot of these do actually link together into some yeah. kind of timeline in a way that I think is kind of cool. But um Yeah, and so this one Batman gets shot and uh basically he has to fight through just like a shitload of awful pain and struggle to like try and get out of the sewers. Cause he can't contact, uh, yeah, yeah. can't contact Alfred really. Well, he contacts um, Alfred, but Alfred's not going to come down into the sewers to find him. He's, he's basically playing like a plat, a modern platforming kind of adventure game in yeah. the sewers, but he's very badly hurt. So every time it's, he yeah, fucks up, like, he's like groaning in pain for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of liked. Uh, he, and so during this, he reflects on, um, on like sometime in the past during his training when he uh he he went over uh, well, to somewhere in the middle east i'm not sure i'm pretty um, sure it's supposed to be india or i mean possibly it's it's in the india region i'm pretty certain <laughs> yeah and um, also like yeah this is during the time shown sort of in batman begins where Bruce Wayne's like traveling the world uh, before yeah. he decides to become Batman, essentially. And so, yeah, he, he's he's learning like how to be some kind of ascetic and um, basically with be able to kind of withdraw from any sort of pain, like feeling any pain, like to have the mental fortitude to overcome anything painful. And so he's drawing on those experiences and remembers a time where like he was working with this woman who was teaching him how to do, how to like practice in this art and, uh, had to defend her. And like, he get you know, he gets, a, she gets attacked and he comes through her fence and like these guys like break giant, uh, logs over his head and shit, like branches and shit. And just doesn't feel anything like, so clearly I guess his training is working and <laughs> yeah, completely worked clearly. <laughs> yeah. And she, and the, and she basically tells him to leave because it's like, yeah, you've you've done, you've done what you can do, and you know, with with your pain, I I can't even help you handle it. Like, yeah, you, right. And the the subtext I've is done that all I can do. Yeah, and of course the subtext is that he's clearly mastered how to block out physical pain, but he still yeah. has a lot of emotional pain that he's not dealing with. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's not willing to learn how to deal with that. So she says that he should leave. 
and so it keeps cutting i think it cuts back and forth i don't remember or yeah if it's it just does cuts it to does. this yeah between this and like him fighting through the pain climbing in the sewers and just like in agony and uh you know, eventually he ends up in a gutter and like just is covered in trash. This is another, I, I liked this one's view of Gotham because this was another one that just looks fucking disgusting. Like he's just yeah, sure. in this trash filled gutter. Where he keeps finding all these different guns that were tossed out, either just a cache of guns or like, um, yeah, I, I think the implication tossed is, away in crimes. Yeah. Is that it's somewhere where people are dumping guns routinely that are yeah. used in street crimes because it's like a, you know, it's like a sewage grate kind of thing. And like, yeah, uh, and Alfred comes by to help him out. And he's just like, he's, he's he looks like that guy who's holding too many limes, but he's just holding too many guns. <laughs> and he's very sad because, you know, Batman yeah, hates guns. Yeah, and, and also, it's also probably all of those were used in a murder. <laughs> yeah, also probably the <laughs> reality of it. <laughs> yeah, a, mur a murder that presumably was either not solved or possibly not even investigated. Yeah, like, right. Considering that no one looked, apparently. And so this um, one, I don't know. I, I thought this one was all right. Uh, I thought it was like a little better than some of the others. Uh, I, I like the kind of the Batman fighting through pain and reminiscing thing. It's a thing I've yeah. seen in other stuff, but like uh, maybe even in other Batman stuff. I'm not sure. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I thought it was decent. I thought it was kind of well structured. Yeah, I, I, I'll i be honest. I wasn't a huge fan of this one. I don't really like shorts like this that uh are primarily told through flashbacks to be perfectly mm, honest mm -hmm. and i don't know if this is completely true but i'm also just not a huge fan of pre-batman but still kind of an ad adult bruce wayne huh like i don't find which is weird because obviously that that's the point. Yeah, that's the point where he's like learning all of this stuff and also like building a moral character. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't grab me that much, to be honest. And it, when I was like, oh, it's about Bruce Wayne before Batman. Okay, I guess. It reminds me of when Samurai Jack would flash back to like when he was going all over the world learning from all sorts of different cultures and stuff. But, yeah. You know, which I mean, which I, I think the difference is. Good usually when samurai jack does something like that there's a more concrete connection yeah between what's happening now and what happened then yeah, whereas with true. this the connection is just that he's in pain which like i'm sure he is pretty frequently but you know again like that's well, not a knock yeah. on the short it's just a personal thing that i yeah. don't usually find that interesting to be honest for some reason and i don't even know why i don't know i just don't yeah um, so the final short is Deadshot by Madhouse, and Deadshot happens to be one of my favorite DC villains, so I was happy to see him uh, show up here and actually be done pretty damn well. Uh, yeah. The basic idea of the short is that someone, you know, hires Deadshot to assassinate Gordon, presumably, but uh, actually that was just a ploy so that he can assassinate Batman. Yeah. And... Like, it, it works quite well. I don't know. It's just some cool setups with Deadshot, you know, pulling off stupid, insane, impossible shots. Yeah. Like, yeah. one from a moving train to a moving car. Or like, We're throwing us in the back seat. Throwing one of those little cocktail swords through, like, a fly on the other side of the room. 
Yeah, right, right. It's it's just a lot of like, oh, there's cool Deadshot setups, and yeah. then you know, Batman fighting Deadshot. It's very straightforward. And, but... and he's a good villain too. He's just love how cocky he gets about all that shit too. Just right. like, and uh, yeah, and and like this this is the only one I really felt like paid attention to the villain and made it a central made the villain a central part of the plot. Even more so than Batman, really. Oh, yeah, um, no, Batman really just kind of shows up. This is mostly about Deadshot. I, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cool, and, like, the art style is really good, and the, the like, I mean, it's it's another standard kind of anime-detailed art style. Yeah, right. But it's, it was used to really good effect in this one, I think. It, it wasn't, yeah. like, there's a lot of good action and, like, uh, shit flying around and, you know, getting it, fighting on trains. That's always fun. Yeah, uh, no, I, I generally like this short pretty well. I think yeah. part of what makes it work is just that, like, I love Deadshot as a character, but also I don't think Deadshot as a character can really sustain, like, much more than a short worth yeah. of plot. Yeah. Because his, you know, his gimmick is he never misses, and so he has to shoot somebody and Batman has to stop him and, like... You you know, obviously you can do more with it than that, but I feel like he works best when he's more restrained into this kind of storytelling, personally. Um, and so, you know, he, he's a good pick for the villain of this short, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if yeah. you're going to make a short about a villain, Deadshot is a good one to choose because he fits like just perfectly snugly into the short format. Or like Calendar Man. I guess. <laughs> you know, I maybe... don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You know, just like some of those, like maybe more, more outer villains who like could get like a one good episode in animated series, but probably couldn't sustain two. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's not even that. Like, dead. My favorite uses of Deadshot in DC media that I've seen are he's very bl- briefly in an episode of Justice League Unlimited where he tries to assassinate Aquaman. And he's not the main villain. He's just there as kind of a second Sounds stringer. Like a tough job for a Deadshot, actually. And to, then fucking fire an underwater gun. Well, Aquaman's like making a delegation to the United uh, States or some okay. bullshit. I don't remember, but whatever. And then and then there's one where he's part of the Suicide Squad, basically, and he works really well well there too. Yeah. Because his goal isn't just to kill somebody. He has to actually do more stuff than that. And he's trying not to kill people based on the context of the mission. Hmm. Is so, it true? That sounds really good, actually. Uh, yeah, that episode's one of the better ones, Justice League Unlimited, I'd say. It's really great. Um, do you think to my... kill Aquaman, did he fire one of those like desiccant packets that you're not supposed to eat? Because <laughs> that yeah, would dry yeah, him yeah. out like he, nothing. He, yeah, he fired a, a packet of salt at him. And Aquaman <laughs> was like, no, I'm dehydrated. My powers are going away. <laughs> Much like Aquaman, who shares all of his weaknesses with snails. Yes, right. <laughs> um, but th- I would say this is my favorite short, partly because it's Deadshot, partly because I feel like of all of them, this is the one that left the least on the table, I guess. I don't know. It just feels yeah. it, it feels correct in a way. Yeah. Which some it, of the other probably... ones I feel were missing something or could have had it more. This one feels like it wasn't missing anything and also didn't need anything else to be more complete. It was really well paced. I think, it, well, and like, you know, it wraps up entirely too. And it's, it, it kind of is structured in that way to me, like an animated series episode. Hmm. Um, and that's because this is my favorite as well. It really worked for me. This is the one where I was like, at the end, I was like, 
damn, that was really cool. Like, whereas yeah, any right. of the other ones, I was like, okay, that was yeah, all right. pretty much. That was my general reaction. So, and honestly, if we want to move on to our reactions of the entire thing, I would say, uh, just watch the Deadshot one. <laughs> yeah, no, I I generally agree. I I will give a little more credit to the first short, and and also to be honest, I think that there's something kind of interesting about this piece as a whole because yeah, in a way, the first short is a reflection of the entire film in that. The first short is a bunch of seemingly disconnected stories that become a coherent timeline and yeah, told by different people. And yeah. You know, and like, this, this whole thing different... is basically exactly that yeah, each, each individual parts. piece kind of gives something that other pieces use. For example, in Deadshot, Bruce Wayne has a bag of all the guns that he had from the end of the last short that he's, you know, hasn't gotten rid of yet because <laughs> I, I was don't wondering know why, exactly. why he <laughs> dude i i didn't pick up on any of the connecting threads between stories at all <laughs> okay whatsoever i was just like why does he have a bunch of guns in this one <laughs> like what is yeah what is I, alfred I talking about i'm not sure one of them too like batman gives the uh gives the cell phone that he stole from the golf course guy to somebody else and at this point, it's revealed that Deadshot was hired by the guy to kill the community organizer who's trying to stop the golf course from being oh. built. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, it's not necessarily one giant coherent narrative told through a bunch of shorts, but there is connective tissue between the shorts that indicates that this is all happening in the same world, which I think is pretty cool. Like, I, I feel like a lot of the time with compilations of shorts like that there's not a whole lot of effort to do that yeah because there's already kind of the assumption that it all takes place in the same world um but i, I think it's i think it's neat to do that especially with so many different styles of animation and even storytelling i think that it's a yeah. it's cool to take that extra effort to say let's link all of this up um and suggest that this is kind of like you know another day in the life of batman basically is yeah. all of this wow. shit happening uh i i think that's a cool thing now do i think that that's enough to carry the entire movie no i don't uh in general i think all of these are okay but none of them really stand out to me except for deadshot as being like particularly worth watching to be perfectly honest yeah it kind of suffers in the same way as halo legends where it's like something yeah, about but... it Something about maybe it's the shorts or maybe it's just like the pacing of the shorts where I'm not really satisfied by the end of most of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like it's lacking something or it, it you know, I'd like, oh, maybe there could have been a bit more like character depth. You know, of course, all these things where I'm adding that wouldn't make it yeah, a short I, anymore. You know, <laughs> I, I will say, like, do you watch a lot of shorts just in general? You know, I have. I, yeah. I I don't watch a lot of shorts, I guess, but like with anime and stuff, I'd watch like OVA shorts about forty minutes long. And there's certain I ones mean, I've that's... seen where that works. <laughs> I wouldn't say forty minutes is really short format, but it's like I don't know. It's shorter than a movie, and if it's I mean, like one yeah, self-contained but... thing, then you you know twenty to forty minutes. I think I would consider something like that. But like, yeah, I mean, generally that, for that, I would consider it five to 15 would be short format, technically. OK, so like that. No, I don't watch nearly anything like that. 
Yeah, because like um, generally the thing is with stuff like that, you only really have the time to communicate one idea and you do mm-hmm. that and then you get out. So like, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to invalidate your criticism. No, I know. It's just that that is kind of just the nature of the short format. Like you're basically telling one scene so instead I guess, of one whole story. It's just a part of a story. Perhaps my problem with some of them are the one idea they wanted to portray was not interesting to me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I, and it's I, just like, well, I think I, yeah, or I'm not interested sense. in the style that they're doing it or, or, you know, it's just kind of predictable to me in some way. Which isn't always a bad thing. I, I, I uh, yeah, sure. I, I find a lot of plots predictable and still enjoy them. But yeah, yeah, something about most of these just didn't work for me. I really only pick up the last one myself. But yeah, I think that's your fair. points. You're, you made some good points. I, I, if I had noticed the interconnective tissues watching this shit, I may have enjoyed it more. Yeah, uh, not like. I I think, honestly, one of my big complaints about this overall is just the fact that it's part of the Nolan Batman universe at all. Like, yeah, I can kind of understand why they do that just for marketing purposes. But like, you know, unlike, say, anime or unlike Animatrix, which is the franchise, you know, unlike the Matrix or Halo, Batman has such a massive amount of history and different interpretations that you can kind of do anything. So I feel like tying it to a specific Batman franchise is pretty limiting. And like mostly it's just kind of yeah. disappointing to not have Batman villains represented here really at all. There's a yeah. grand total of three and two of those three take place in one short. So four of the six shorts are just kind of him dealing with generic mobsters or just yeah. like some generic villain. It's the worst. And like the generic mobsters are so fucking boring. Like get out. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Like the generic yeah. mobsters in Batman Begins are literally just there to like make the actual Batman villains more interesting and to give the texture of Gotham as a city yeah. that is totally corrupt and ripe with crime. Like, yeah, they're not the main point of that movie. And it, they, I mean, they, I, I'm not sure they're the main point of the shorts they're in either necessarily, but they're a big factor in it. And yeah. for Batman, that just feels so disappointing because Batman has the most iconic rogues gallery of probably any comic book character. Like, yeah, and it's and like they I could. Could you imagine they could have probably done a really awesome like Joker one that, you know, of course, yeah, they're I not mean, going of course to they can't because the, the Joker movie is coming out literally the week after this. <laughs> yeah, right. So like if they hadn't done that, they could have done probably a really awesome Joker thing. Like it's 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 so limiting to stick it in there. Like they didn't need to make it Nolan verse stuff. Yeah, right. And I can again, I can understand why they did it, because that was the big Batman Promotion. property at the time. It makes sense to tie it in. But yeah, it's sort of disappointing because. Because, again, like Batman has such an iconic rogues gallery and so many of those characters are really memorable and just not having access to all of them because it's part of the Nolan verse where it's pretty grounded. So a character like, say, Poison Ivy is going to be really weird mm-hmm. uh, or I, I don't know. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. The Joker like, you're not has to have... be a crazy terrorist instead of like a. Uh, crazy yeah, fun she... guy I, crazy fun guy terrorist i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, but like Riddler is going to be kind of weird in the Nolan verse. Yeah. Generally, it's going to be hard to make him work. Well they could do. Not they could probably. Silly. They'd probably make him into like a serial killer, like a Zodiac kind of thing. Huh? Yeah, or like a hacker or some shit. I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, most of Batman's characters can be adapted pretty easily to a more realistic setting and not be unworkable i guess so that's it's silly for me to say that that's the case I guess, but i guess you could make like po- poison ivy's a, a stretch though because it's like yeah. i guess you'd make her like she's like an know, eco-terrorist an eco-terrorist with that's uh, not the cool thing that's about it. her it probably that's it there's no like plant control or something she's just yeah, is, like right, good right. with poisons and throws them at people yeah right like that the the interesting things about po- poison ivy is the best example but the point is that in general not having access to Batman's rogues gallery for a series of short films about Batman is a weird choice. Yeah. And I think that that's honestly what hurts it more than anything, because, you know, again, my favorite was the one based entirely around a Batman villain, even if it's a fairly second rate one, uh, yeah. even though I love him, Deadshot is a second rate villain. And yeah. right. You know, the other one, like, there's some cool moments in it, but still, it's like, all right, I guess Killer Croc's in there for, like, a half second, <laughs> and Scarecrow looks cool, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah, right, um, right. And it's not really about him, even. So, I don't know. Like, I, I think that that's the flaw with this, generally. Yeah. Uh, personally speaking. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so, I can't really recommend well, hey. it. Also, yeah. for some reason, it's not on the DC Universe app, because God forbid that they have all their content. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Fucking you have get to a hold buy of yourself, <laughs> DC Universe. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you only have, I mean, they have a lot of shit, in fairness, but they yeah. are missing some weird, obscure stuff that no one cares about, like, hey, and hey, that's guys, what I want on the damn Don't you program. guys own the fucking IP? Like, you pull some strings? I don't know. I'm sure it's a rights issue, but whatever. It's It's beyond my knowledge. In any case, next week, we are watching what some call the anime Batman and it's not a Batman anime. It's uh, the Big O. Uh, <laughs> this was a cl- kind of a tsunami classic that I feel like we both saw like two episodes of, and we're like, "Damn, this looks really cool!" And then we never watched the rest. <laughs> yeah, I, as I said, and I'll probably say again, for some reason I remember seeing one episode a million times, <laughs> but no other ones. Um, yeah, right. Also, uh, I, I I do have to interrogate. Does anyone call it the anime Batman other than you? Yes. Uh, okay. I think I feel, I feel like people have made that comparison before. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I want sources, please. I'll I'll Google fucking anime Batman and see if Big O comes up. I don't know, man. What do you want? I, I thought I heard people say that it's got some similarities. You get it's a rich guy with a butler who goes around and like does. <laughs> it's kind of the, that's kind of the end, huh? He's a rich guy with a butler, but he also has and a he giant robot. Things. He does things. I don't know if he has the same motives as Batman at all, or yeah, or interested yeah, in justice. But I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just pulling your leg. I think I think I it's a fair comparison. I would make it myself. It's the just, style uh, and the art style. I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll get into it next week. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm very looking forward for to the big O. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, what a title <laughs> that's a yeah yeah all we'll the dumb jokes it. that come from that but um but we'll make them rest assured <laughs> will we i don't even it's like so on the table who gives a shit we'll make them next week though uh, uh because we, we should probably lazy? wrap up
yeah, let's get let's get out of here. This mini soda has become a fucking full episode. Yeah, right. This is very long. <laughs> this is the problem. Every time that I'm like, hey, let's watch a, an anthology of animated shorts because yeah, that'll be like quick and easy to get through, and it never is. We take fucking like, ages talking about it. Uh, right, a whole hour. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. So we'll, yeah, next week we'll be moving on to the big O and make the jokes that you expect us to make. But until then, I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter E.B. And be sure to revisit us next week for the big O.